You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts one indictment at a time. Foxy Babe staff keeps the boys in line. And of course, the color man, Big Dev, and his old Roman mind. So fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high, because this is your shot of history. And welcome back to your favorite history show ever, Shot of History. I'm your co-host, Strike. I'm Stephanie. And I'm the colorful historian, Big Dev. Yes. <laughs> Tee-hee. 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to like episode, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all of them. <laughs> all right. Well, before I get into my historian duties, yes. let's do this shot. Cheers. Cheers. It's back to the pineapple Woo. again, ladies. Lower. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, I've been doing a series of shows on the history of beer. Nice. So here's some more beer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are we going to talk about today, Dev? Uh, booze. Beer. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Yeah. So I think last episode that we did, I talked about the burning of Hamburg yeah, um, and how it was like kind of the first steps into commercialization of beer. Um, um, So yeah, so when that happened, um, we at this time, uh, trading is, uh, you know, kind of kind of a big deal (laughs) (laughs) kind of a big deal big uh big ship trading kind of a big deal Mm -hmm. uh we have um the sailors going around the world uh dropping off goods and potentially services ladies (laughs) (laughs) um uh but you know they're they're carrying beer with them and typically uh the beer is hopped and uh we we talk about this being the the downfall of uh of Groot uh, not the tree, but the uh, beer flavoring. Um, but uh, while this uh, this trading of not only uh, hop, hoppy beer, um, but trading of all sorts of uh, goods. And uh, services. Yes. And oh, yeah. So many services by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also, you know, these ships are going into port and they're, uh, they're, they're not purposely loading up with infested rats. Uh, <laughs> But the rats are getting on the ships. Yeah, because they like uh, beer. As they do. Yes. Um, and these rats uh, are carrying uh, fleas and inf- infected with uh, the Black Death. And the, the rats, to a certain extent, are also uh, infected with this disease. The, the fleas yeah. bite the rats. And then, yeah. yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's the whole circle it, yeah, of uh, I mean, bubonic yeah. plague. Yeah there's, yeah. yeah, there's a whole you know whole debate. Was it the rats or was it the fleas or was it both? You know, what really... Pl- What came first, the chicken or the egg? Okay, they both had it. Right. It's a thing. Yep. A lot of people died. Yep. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, You know, so so we're we're in the heart of the uh, the Black Death at this this point, Mm -hmm. Um, and 
you know, the church, uh, they're, you know, they think this, this whole black death is like a sign from God that you're, you're not being good people. So uh-huh. they start, you know, sending people around town squares, uh, beating themselves with, uh, cat of nine tails and, uh, you know, just, and, and giving poor health advice, like, oh, you know, it's like pray the gay away type of thing. <laughs> you know, hey, if you pray really hard, the fleas won't bite you. <laughs> In order to inoculate yourself against yeah. this, go and hang out yeah. with people that have the poop on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But there's, but there's these people, uh, you know, they, that were like, well, we're going to fucking die anyway. So they get crazy rowdy yeah. and they just drunk. start, they just start like 24 seven partying. So, yeah. um, um, you know, you start actually having people go from tavern to tavern at this time um, and uh, just just partying until they die. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this uh, this partying and, and the black death and and all these people just dropping dead in the streets, you know, gives rise to a, a lot of, of flies and it becomes a public health concern. And uh, a lot of cities actually started passing laws that said you had to have. Uh, covered drinking vessels. So during this time, it's believed that the uh, the hinged lid beer stein actually nice. comes into its own because uh, the lid. Yeah, because yeah. lid. Caps. Yep, you have a lid right there. You don't have to like keep track of your lid. It's attached. You just flip it open, take your drink, and then flip it shut. So thanks, cool. bubonic plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You gave us an awesome swell drinking vessel, <laughs> and I still occasionally forget to open the top. <laughs> ah, you do not. Well, I guess it depends how you, drunk I am. I've only seen you like drunk. I think like once or yeah. twice. Probably twice. Once was after one of our shows here. Yep. And then once was... Um, at Draco's house, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were definitely drunk at Draco's yeah. house. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so the, the, the covered beer stein uh, comes out of this. Um, you know, maybe not the, the greatest invention to come out of bunch of people dying but hey it's <laughs> it's still pretty awesome because now we have these these beautiful beer steins that tell histories of people yeah. um and are nice wall hangers and <laughs> nobody uses anymore <laughs> um you know so you know I, the the black death uh ravages the you know western europe most of the civilized world at the time mm-hmm. um this leads to uh you know less competition in brewing uh, people are you know the the Grains that were that they're using for the creation of beer, uh, the, the market plummets out of it, um, and uh, so now it opens the door for uh, these brewmasters to to kind of take over, and they start heavily investing in their brewing technology, um, the innovations to kind of move the the product forward, and. Uh, it also leads to the to the church, who was the biggest brewers at the time, actually uh, finding out that they did not give proper advice <laughs> on how to beat the plague, and people were, you know, people just basically like, "Hey, praying doesn't make us better. <laughs> You're all full of shit." Yeah. So you know, at this, t- you know, during the, during this whole time and and. Prior to this, uh, you know, between the the fall of the Roman, the Holy Roman Empire, and 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 now, uh, people basically went to church to get drunk because that's who the brewers were. Or you had these local alewives, which uh, uh, which Ellie called me out on. She like sent me a text message a couple of days ago. She's all like hashtag sturdy girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. 
but I'm going to guess it was when I was talking about the ale wives. Awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, what ends up happening is, uh, you know, you have, you have the, the churches and you have these ale wives that are, that are making the beer, the black death hits, and then uh, men start taking over and they start like, Oh no, we're going to, we're going to have pubs and taverns and brew houses. And uh, they start pushing women out. And at the same time, uh, you know, as, as the black death is coming down in, in England, um, John Enfield uh, reforms a, a religious fraternity of brewers and it becomes the first brewers guild and they Sweet. can, uh, you know, their, their guidelines are basically like, Hey, if you're an adulterer, or you're excommunicated or you're just uh, an all around uh, horrible person, <laughs> um, you, you can't join a brewers guild. And this leads to uh, the first creation of, of an actual true guild for people that strictly make beer. And this is your big leap into the commercialized uh, venture of beer making. Awesome. Um, and when women are really starting to get pushed out, um, there is... <sighs> men always pushing out the women. Yep, yep. yep. The, the men became professional beer makers, even though most of their lives... They had absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm. Um, you know, it was the wives and the and the slaves that were making this beer, but they were like, uh, you know what, ladies, this is a man's job. Yeah. <laughs> White men taking over yeah. shit, like um, always. But one uh, one lady in uh, <laughs> uh, one lady actually did buck this trend. She was the uh, the widow of a, a brewer in I can't remember where, uh, but her name was Anna uh, Jansen's. She you know, goes on to take over her husband's brewery and at some, and at one point actually is running four breweries in, in the area of where she lives. So go girl. Yeah. So she, she kind of bucks this trend of the, the, the male, maleization, I guess, of beer. <laughs> the maleization. Yes. The maleization of, of beer. <laughs> um, so, so we get to, we're going into commercialization. Government's depend on the taxes. You know, before we were talking, you know, the, the governments and the churches and all that, they were taxing the Groot. Um, then they started taxing the hops to go in the beer, mm -hmm. and now they're just directly taxing the beer. And it's a very, very lucrative business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, you know, you can make bad beer. And the, the governments were so, uh, so hard up on making sure that there was a good quality of beer that uh, they started passing laws about about purity. So in uh, 1447... So they regulated, like, the quality of beer way before they regulated, like, any type of food or anything. Like health care yeah. <laughs> yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pure beer is more important. <laughs> exactly. If I'm going to get drunk, that shit better taste good. Yeah. Yep, so in uh, 1447 is uh, in Munich, uh, they passed the purity law called the uh, Rheinheist-Bot uh, it's, it, I actually looked up the pronunciation. That's, <laughs> no, it just sounds yeah. funny. Yeah. It's fun. so yeah. It, it was, it went by, a a different name locally first, but then when all of Bavaria started, so pretty much modern day Germany, um, when they, when all of Bavaria started to adopt this purity law, which basically says you can only have water, hops and barley. So they're the the basically the the, the first trifecta. Yeah, <laughs> they're f the the first uh, 
how do you want to say uh, Budweiser? <laughs> Pilsner? Yes. A Pilsner. Yes. Uh, you know, so very plain, uh, no frills beer. Uh, just those three ingredients. Um, in later history, uh, more modern times, when they actually start learning about the importance of yeast, they uh, they update it to include yeast as one of those ingredients. So, cool. um, and if you go to some of the breweries in Germany, they have the Reinheis bot uh, posted on the walls that says "Beer shall be only made of these four ingredients." Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so these purity laws get passed to make you know make sure these governments stay in business. And uh, but you know this is kind of specific to to Bavaria at the time. Um, other places did have purity laws, but uh, this is where uh, quasi craft beer starts starts popping up because uh, you know originally it was like oh we make this bread out of this grain we put it in water it sits in the jar it becomes beer. Mm-hmm. Now you actually have time for people to like mess around with. Like how beer is made, you know, it's not just these grains. Let's add eggshells and oyster shells and, you know, sap from this thing and sap from that thing to try just to kind of flavor. see what works. Yeah, yeah, to try to flavor the beer and see and see what happens. <laughs> they had a lot of time on their heads, hands because everyone else was dead. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's pretty All much. All my boys are dead, yeah. so I'll just. <laughs> um, but, you know, so the English, uh, they absolutely hate hops at this time they they feel like it's a foreigner's drink at you know they're super super closed off they're they're kind of white supremacist <laughs> yeah they're they're kind of like hitler before hitler except they didn't kill a bunch of people <laughs> they just didn't they just want really that crazy hops. beer yeah, yeah they just didn't want hops uh yeah they they viewed hops as a a foreigner beer and an ale was the only way to go and uh and Shakespeare actually uh, is no, well known for putting in his plays, uh, like promoting ale over beer. It's, it's always <laughs> like, oh, I drink ale. I drink this. I drink. I'd rather drink ale than, you know, keep on living that kind of, that kind of stuff. Uh, awesome. But, you know, while Shakespeare is writing these things, uh, you know, he's going to pubs, he's going, he's going to taverns. And uh, during this time, uh, political revolt is in the air, political and religious revolts in the air. Um, so you have all of these, uh, so beer actually, uh, lubricates the wheels of, of time during this. And, uh, he just said lubricates. I'm sorry. I did. did. And he did a hand motion. Yeah. Lubricates. Lubricates. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you, you guys know that the studio now has a, uh, Cam, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Know. So we're gonna have to. Is start. that on right now? No, it's not it's on not right on. now. Not right um, now. But we could turn it on. Oh. Yeah, I, but, I, I, I but vote... you notice it's not pointed at me. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. no, we'll scoot that back to get the whole room. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just yeah. be ready for that, peeps. Right. Cool. We're gonna be live streaming. Right. Mm. So Shakespeare, yeah, bunch of his contemporaries. Shake a spear. Shakespeare. <laughs> shake shake a spear. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so it's Shakespeare from a scary movie. I, uh, she calls him Shakespeare. I, I it's been a while since I've watched that movie. <laughs> Me too, but I still yeah. remember that. Anyway, uh, so Shakespeare. Anyway, all of yeah. these uh, all these revolutionaries start meeting up uh, in in these ale houses and pubs and taverns, and they start plotting against uh, against the crown, against the pope. Um, some notable names: uh, George Fox who uh, was the founder of Quakerism. 
Mm. Not necessarily associated with a whole lot of beer drinking, uh, but he was in the ale houses and pubs and of England, and you know, spouting his uh, revolutionary ideas and uh, trying to reform uh, the the Roman Christianity. Um, and Martin Luther, uh, the founder of Protestant Christianity, uh, he oh. was also a well known. Uh, uh, as partaking in the beer. Um, his favorite beer at the time uh, was Bach, which mm. uh, is, a, is a dark German beer. Uh, it, it's it's good. Depends on where you get it from. I was going to say, it, I've had yeah. a couple of good ones. Yeah. It, yeah. Just because you like a certain style of beer doesn't mean yeah. that style is always good. Right. It depends on yeah how it's the made. the the uh, the style differences really start popping up at this time. I mean you you've got you know your traditional like oh this is a this is a wheat beer and this is a barley based beer and that but you know they're all pretty much the same pl- uh, flavor profile. Mm-hmm. But this is uh you know as we're getting th- past the the Black Death, this is where people kind of start. Um, I'm messing with the the, the flavor profiles. Uh, you know, we, you've got the uh, the English who drink traditional brown ales. Um, and like I said, the the Germans with their basically uh, bush light. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it's it's a it's a pretty much a like this is what we have, um, and then we've added hops to it. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, so you have all this, uh, this political discontent, um, and then the Puritans, you know, those damn Puritans ruining everything. Uh, they get on a boat and they come to America, uh, you know, and And they didn't uh, bring any alcohol. No, actually, uh, even though they were super uptight about, you know, your penis and your vagina. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, drink all the beer you want. They actually brought uh, brought beer with them and they exposed uh, the natives to beer. And basically north of Arizona, it's thought that there wasn't a form of beer. Hmm. Like there was stuff that could be called beer but it wasn't it wasn't fermented and all that but there was you know uh in south america and that they they made uh the the one type of beer was basically they took balls of of uh corn chewed on it spit it into a jug let it ferment ew and then they would drink it ew yeah. yeah so that was that was one form of of beer ew. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh so yeah so there's uh you know they 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 bring beer to the to the new world because it's a easy way to ship water. Um, oh yeah, you know it's it's sterile. It, it remains sterile pretty well on the the boat, boat ride over. And it gets you drunk. And it and it gets <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> so you know they come over to the Americas. Uh, yeah, obviously there's no beer production over here, and it takes months and months to ship beer over. What? <laughs> so months and months and months. Yeah. yeah. Like there's and also more months. You, yeah, you thought your dry spell uh, in the bedroom was long. <laughs> That's been months, <laughs> and get, months and months. Try to yeah. get beer sent from uh, from jolly old England. Over. <laughs> um, you know, and you know the story of like the Puritans and the Pilgrims as they're coming over. It's you know like oh they ran out of food. They had to come you know come come on to the shore to look for food. No, no, they ran out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> they basically they ran out of drinkable water, so they had to come find something to drink. Um, That's why the Native Americans didn't like them. They were hitting them up like, "Hey, man, yeah, you got any beer? Yeah, <laughs> hey, man, he got he got hey, any beer? Y'all guys got any that beer over here?" <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, so you know the we start having these uh, religious factions come over. England starts settling. Uh, Spain does some stuff in the south. Um, <laughs> looking for a fountain of youth. It's really weird at that point in time. But we start settling the Americas. It's this newfound land, um, which people think Columbus founded, which is totally wrong. <sighs> That's a whole different story. That's a yeah. whole other shot of history episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so they come over. Um, the first beers, obviously, because we don't have barley and all that over here, are mm-hmm. corn because that's what's readily available from yeah. from the native, everywhere. Yeah, from the Native <laughs> Americans. So uh, our first our first uh, beer here in the United States was uh, was corn based. Mm-hmm. Um, the Puritans, uh, because they were such a rowdy bunch. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they form a group of a group of uh social uh obedience uh police called the the tithemen to roam around the colonies um and go into the pubs and taverns and basically stop people from having a good time. Oh, <laughs> I hate those people. Yeah. yeah. Debbie Downers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, you know, so, so you have all this going on. Uh, the first proper American brewery, uh, was actually founded by Hendrick Johnson in Manhattan. And there's actually, uh, one of the oldest surviving buildings in New York is like one of the first pubs from like early on in America's history is, is there, um, every time there's a fire in New York, they're like, we got to save the pub. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't let that place Um, burn down. (laughs) Uh, William Penn, who uh, founded uh, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, he is quoted as, uh, about talking about beer made in Pennsylvania, which is actually uh, was boiled molasses with either sassafras or pine. Sassafras? Sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into the, the Industrial Revolution. Uh, Peter I, Catherine the Great. They, you know, they're known to have gone over to England a couple of times uh, to do some training sh- shit, and some, some training, training shit. shit. <laughs> some <laughs> um, real classy in, training yeah. shit. They fell in love with English beer. Um, one brewery actually may actually develops the Russian Imperial Stout specifically for Catherine the Great. Cool. Um, but you know, at this time, uh, beer starts losing ground to to bourbon and whiskey and uh, uh, all the, the liquors of the time. Because um, they yes. got you drunk quicker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yep. D- distillation really kind of takes off during this time period. So um, beer starts losing ground to them. Not only them, but coffee and tea. What? That doesn't get you drunk at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, Puritans. <laughs> oh, Puritans. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, while this is happening, beer also takes, the beer production takes a giant leap forward, and we start getting uh, the development of Porter, which was developed basically named after uh, the, the working class that carried around a bunch of heavy shit huh. for the rich. Um, it was kind of their beer. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a dark, darker beer, um, not to, Typically very hoppy um, because it's kind of like crap. I hate porters. I love porter, porter, especially a good peanut butter porter. So good. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so, uh, you know, we get we get this this rush to make porters because, you know, the common man, that's what they want. You know, they're living in these big cities and that's what they want. And then uh, so it gets so fevered um, that in (laughs) October 17th of uh, 1814, 
uh, the Great London Beer Flood happens. Uh, two, Wait, a beer flood? Yes. Two beer barons trying to uh, duke it out and try to make the largest single store of beer uh, in the country. Uh, uh, it finally comes to a head. Henry uh, Mukes and company has a 3,500 barrel vat that explodes at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was there with my mouth open waiting yes. for it to pour in. Uh, it's, <laughs> this, this production company is right in the middle of residential slums. Oh. You know, because that's where you put industry is right in the middle well, of all yeah. the poor people. Hey, yeah. Um, it makes so much sense. So this, so this vat explodes. It, it, there's a deluge of beer. 550 tons Oh my God. Of beer so those, those poor flowing, people got drunk. Flowing <laughs> through, flowing the, through streets, the town. They were like, Yes. Yeah. Uh, it ends Through up osmosis, you know. Yeah. Just absorbing it in. It ends up leveling a bunch of houses, and uh, when it's all said and done, eight people died. But they died happy. They yeah. died. Oh, well, they were women and children. I'm sure they weren't very happy to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Was anybody and, really happy back in those days? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's uh, that's all I got for the, you know. So that's up to the beginning of the industrial revolution when people were just like. Let's build some crazy ass vets. Let's so, go crazy. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so you're going to start, you know, and the next time we're going to talk more about the uh, creation of, uh, you know, probably some standards of industry. Um, basically because of beer. It's not really because, you know, the, the people need it, but because we don't want to lose a bunch of product. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, up through uh, the early industrial revolution. Look at us learning all about beer. Yeah. Yeah. So does that. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, th- there wasn't much about like the, cr- you know, actual generation of beer. It's more like what's happening with beer around. And uh, mm-hmm. don't forget, this is also during the time of the American revolution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the pub houses in, in England are, creating revolutionaries and now the pub houses in the colonies are also creating revolutionaries get drunk and talk shit that's yeah. what they were that's what they were about in that yep, time exactly so <laughs> so yeah so that's uh that's all i got so it's time to pop out the plugs snakeoilcomics.com <laughs> if it still exists uh <laughs> snake oil comics podcast snake oil empire uh fuck steve Yes. <laughs> Fuck Steve. <laughs> StephanieMenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. And also props to Podcast Detroit for hosting us and a ton of other amazing shows. Yes. PodcastDetroit.com. Check it out, yo. Cool. And I will plug, uh, let's see, who who shall be the recipient of my plugs? Um <laughs> Who shall I plug this week? That sounds so unsexy. <laughs> Hawk, my lady. <laughs> I doth want to plug thee. <laughs> That's sexy. That's awesome. Um, I'll plug uh, one of the shows here at um, uh, Podcast Detroit. Uh, the reasons why I'm single. Like It's a really good show. I listen to it every week. It's like my... Because as like a totally super masculine dude, it's like my guilty pleasure. Because it's like girl hour and get to hear my girls talking about their dating lives and whatnot. Totally so super masculine. Dude. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll plug their show. Uh, so check it out. They, I think they most of the time they're live. 
so you can even like listen to them live. Um, so yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's really funny. And I'll plug uh, historytees.net. Use promo code SOH16. Get yourself a sweet, sweet, sweet history tea. And <laughs> and go on our website, shadowhistory.com. And there's a bunch of links on there. Click on all those links and buy all the things so we get some of that money. And that's all I got. All right. Awesome. Take us out, Trigger. So until next time, dear viewers out there in podcast land, I bid you adieu. I'm your co-host, Strike. I'm Stephanie. And I'm the color man, Big Dev. <laughs> we just started again.